When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon. Welcome to Larry and Julia Show. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. It's sunny but cold afternoon, but we'll take the sunshine. Before we move on, do you want to do a little fact or fiction? Oh, sure. Oh, let's do it. Do we remember this is fact or fiction? Not truth or lie. It's all fiction. Once upon a time, there were three little pigs who went out into the big world to build... Here's Donnie Love. All right, right. let's dive in. Fact or fiction? fiction. Fact or fiction. Halle Berry made her feature film debut in Boomerang with Eddie Murphy. Fact. True. Fact. Uh, okay, you're both saying fact? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, no. She, Jungle Fever. Oh, right. with Spike Lee. Lee. Yes. Yes. right. Yeah, okay. Uh, Tammuz, T-A-M-M-U-Z. Tammuz, that is the Israeli National Police Agency. I'm going to say fact. You're going to say fact? Me too. Uh, no, that's oh. fiction. That's actually a month in the Hebrew calendar. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. All right. Uh, singer Bono. Uh, took his name from a billboard ad for a hearing aid retailer. Fiction. Fact. Fiction. I said fiction. I said fact. Fact is correct. That we had is too true. many falses, Laurie. I have true. figured it. All right. Uh, let's see. The next one is ice cream was an accidental discovery by a Brazilian biochemist in the early 1900s. Fact or Fiction. 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 Uh, that is fiction, right? It yep. was concocted by a Parisian cafe owner in the late 1800s. Yes. All right, here's your last one. Okay. The grandson of Queen Victoria is believed by many to have been Jack the Ripper. Oh. I'm going to say fact. That is oh, a fact. Oh, got it right. That wow. is a fact. How about that? Weird, who huh? Because they that? never they never figured out who it is. Right. Yeah, so oh, that's three to two, I won. Right. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hold yeah, on, move on. You... Okay, right. so uh, this Quincy Jones interview, oh. which is in Vulture magazine, he is as cold as ice and being incredibly, brutally honest about everything. And you mentioned Bono. Mm-hmm. One of the things in the in the interview is you two still making good music. He just shakes his head, no. No. And, right, so and Bono even had named his uh, kid Quincy after him and yeah. always lets Quincy stay at his castle in Ireland because they're so racist there. But he just said, 
I don't know why they don't, but I mean, I agree with them, but we got it. So he's sitting down. He's 84 years Uh old. He's going to be 85 in in March. And there's apparently a Netflix documentary and a CBS special that's going to be hosted by Oprah Winfrey that are on the horizon about him and his career. Because he does have an incredibly legendary career that you forgot. Let's Let's start with Michael Jackson. Okay. He's the interview was in his Bel Air home. He goes, I've got nothing to be scared of. All I do, all I've ever done is tell the truth. Um, and the Netflix thing is March something. Oh, we don't okay. know the date. Okay. And you worked with Michael Jackson more than anyone he wasn't related to. What's something people don't understand? And I'll be him. I hate to get into this publicity. but No, publi- no oh. let me read it, Julie, okay. because yep. there's too yep. many bad Thank words. You. Okay. I hate to get into this publicly, but Michael stole a lot of stuff. He stole a lot of songs. Donna Summer, State of Independence, and Billie Jean, the notes don't lie, man. He was as Machiavellian as they come. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Well, Look at that. How oh. so? He's, and he just said, greedy man, greedy, don't stop till you get enough. Greg Philigains wrote the C-section. Michael should have given him 10% of the song and he wouldn't do it. And um, What about outside of the music? What's misunderstood about Michael? He said, I used to kill him about the plastic surgery. He'd always justify it and say it was because of some disease he had. B.S. Wow. And how much do you think Michael Jackson's problems were wrapped up in his fame? Uh, Quincy says, you mean with the way he looked? He had a problem with his looks because his father told him he was ugly and abused him. What do you expect? Isn't that Which is wild? what we've always heard. Always. That Joe Jackson was merciless with Michael Jackson about his nose. His everything. everything. And he about was his... the talented one. All right. So yeah. there's a strange just, juxtaposition how Michael's music was so joyous, but his life seemed sadder and sadder as time went on. Yeah, he said Michael's problem at them was profile, and that problem affects anyone, everyone. Doesn't matter if you're famous, big pharma, making oxy and all that bleep is a serious thing. I was around the White House for eight years with the Clintons, and I learned about how much influence big pharma has. It's no joke. Um, and then again, he mentions the Clintons, who are friends of yours. Yes. Why is there still such visceral dislike of them? And I think he comes up with the answer that the Democratic Party needed to figure out a long time ago. It's so so true. He said it's because there's a side of her when you keep secrets, they backfire. And Mm -hmm. every single one did. And people who didn't vote for her said she's a liar. You can't trust her. Yeah, That was the vote. That's what everyone said. And Vulture said, like, what secrets? And he goes, this is something else I shouldn't be talking about. And they said, you sure (laughs) seem to know a lot. And he goes, I know too much, man. What's something you wish you didn't know? Who killed Kennedy, oh, Quincy Jones yeah, says. Tell us. Who did it? Chicago, Chicago mobster Sam Giancana. The connection was there between Sinatra, the mafia, and Kennedy. Joe Kennedy, he was a bad man. He came to Frank Sinatra to have him talk to Giancana about getting votes. Mm-hmm. And then Vulture said, well, we've heard this before, that the mob helped win Illinois for Kennedy in right. 1960. And he said, we shouldn't be talking about this publicly. Yep. Where are you from? Yeah, and then... Um, <laughs> Let's go see. down to the Beatles. Okay, go. Ahead. What were your first impressions of the Beatles? Oh, Quincy Jones, you're he, delicious. He is not holding anything yeah. back. <laughs> they, they were the worst musicians in the world. They were no playing mother bleepers. Paul was the worst bass player ever heard. And Ringo, don't even talk about it. I remember once we were in the studio with George Mountain Martin and Ringo had taken three hours for a four bar thing he was trying to fix. Couldn't get it. We said, listen, go get some lager and some lime and shepherd's pie and go relax. So he did. We called Ronnie Verrill a jazz drummer. Ronnie came in for 15 minutes, tore it up. Ringo comes back, 
says, George, play it back for me. George did it. And Ringo says, that didn't sound so bad. And I thought, yeah, mother bleeper, because it ain't you. <laughs> Great guy, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that was early. Oh, and then gosh. they ask him, were there any rock musicians <clears throat> that you did think were good? I used to like Clapton's band. What were they called? Cream. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Cream. Um, then he talks about Paul Allen being a great... great he, they're good buddies. Yeah, he's a Microsoft dude. Uh, what else does he say? What about the alleged behavior of a friend of yours like Bill Cosby? Is it hard to square what he's been accused of with the person you know? He said it was all of them. Brett Ratner, Harvey Weinstein, he's a jive bleep bleep bleep. Wouldn't return my five calls. A bully. What about Cosby? He said, we can't talk about this in public, man. Um, <laughs> and then he said, and this is something, if you could snap your fingers and fix one problem in the country, what would it be? Racism. Mm-hmm. Been watching yeah. a long time, the 30s to now. We've come a long way, but we've got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say, I- the, the Racism in the North is disguised. You never know where you stand. In the South, you do. That's interesting. Yeah. 100% true. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And then um, what stirred everything up? And he said, it's it's Trump and the uneducated rednecks. Trump is just telling them what they want to hear. I used to hang out with them. He's a crazy mother bleeper, limited mentally, a megalomaniac, narcissistic. I can't stand him. But then he goes, I used, I used to, to date, date Ivanka, Ivanka, you know, what? his daughter. When he was in his 70s, he says, yes, sir. 12 years ago, Tommy Hill Filger was working with my daughter, said Ivanka wants to have dinner with you. I said, no problem. She had the most beautiful legs I ever saw in my life. Wrong father, though. Um, do you think your friend Oprah should be, would be a good president? No, he said, no, I don't think she should run. She doesn't have the chops. Mm-hmm. So what else is, is you two still taking, making good music? No, I love Bono with all my heart, but there's too much pressure on the band. And here's a good thing about oh. We Are the World. Oh, this was, I was hoping uh, you yes. get to this. A yes. small part in his memoir about the rock musicians were griping about the song. And he says it wasn't We Are the World. It wasn't right. the rock, rockers. It was Cindy Lauper. She had a manager come to me and say the rockers don't like the song. We went to Springsteen, Hall & Oates, Billy Joel, all those cats. They said, we love this song. So I said to Cindy, okay, you can just get your bleep over with and leave. And she was bleeping up every take because her necklaces or bracelets were rattling <laughs> in the microphone. It was just her that had a problem. Wow, oh, wow. So anyway, it's wow. must, it's a must, must, must read. He's completely unfiltered and we are living for it. It's really good. He, he Who does he like in music? Uh, Bruno Mars, Chance the Rapper, Kendrick Lamar, Ed Sheeran, uh, Sam Smith, and Mark Ronson knows how to produce. Yeah, this is this it's is good. I this is a it. great. All right, yeah. listen, we got to go. It is time for random thoughts. The radio home of giving up on season three. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, the random thing is we are still reading the Quincy Jones interview in Vulture magazine. It is so unbelievable. We'll get back to it after after some random randomness. But here's something really cool. So Gerber's, you know, Gerber baby food, their 2018 spokes baby will be making history in a wonderful way. After a photo search that brought more than 140,000 entries, to be the Gerber spokesbaby, the company chose a one-year-old Lucas Warren as its Gerber um, baby. Lucas is the first. 
the ge- Gerber baby, you know, the baby that they yeah. have on their food and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their spokesperson. Lucas is the first child with Down syndrome to win the title ever since the contest began over 90 years ago. Oh, I saw cool. the, I saw the the boy and his family. They were on like either today or Good Morning America this morning. Totally, totally, totally cute, 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 cute. Oh, there's no one year old that isn't cute. That's I know. just like Absolutely. an adorable age. It really they're is so cute. Okay, they're still tabulating all of the influx of money in the Twin Cities area as a result of Super Bowl Fifty Two. But the big winner, big winner, Mall of America. Mm. They had um, a million visitors. During the week period, about 25% more than its average week. Some retailers, 50% up. Um, publicity was a huge thing. All the positive publicity we got for the Twin Cities area about just people loved it here. for the, the <laughs> for Super Bowl, for them or something? <laughs> no, no just, for the Super Bowl committee? <laughs> no, I'm just letting you know. I'm just tailing things up. Uh, who, who were the winners? Who were the losers? Well, a lot of losers were a lot of the kind of the mom and pop small little restaurants in the Skyways and downtown because the regular workers, a lot of workers didn't work downtown. Okay, fine. You know, I'm All just right. saying that just they didn't bringing... get the boon. They no. didn't get the boon that they were hoping. Okay. Yes. Even the food trucks that were down on Nicollet didn't get the, some of the business they wanted. Okay, negative Nelly. I'm just, I'm, just yeah. Well, you said winners and there losers. There were winners and losers. Yeah, we both, you were yeah. not reporting, obviously, on any of the losers, <laughs> and I have read about some of them. And All right. Feel All right. Bad, so. All right. Here's something. Do you ever like to just have a snack? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, here they did. As long as they're not Lady Doritos. <laughs> I know. How about that one? According to the rec- a recent study in the UK, just using the word snack might make you eat more than if you just said, I'm going to have a small meal. So they did this study. I think this is pretty interesting. Of two groups of women, they gave each group of women the same amount of pasta. One group while well, ate it sitting at a table, so it was just a light okay, but meal. pasta isn't a snack, is it? Whatever. They're just calling it. He said, she said, say it's a say it's a Cobb salad. I'm a side eye in this story of yours. So you have two groups. One gets a Cobb salad and another one gets a Cobb salad. Okay, the people who are eating it down, sitting down and eating the Cobb salad is a meal. Ate less than the people who were sitting down eating it just as a snack because they're standing up. They're roaming and just the thought, oh, it's just a snack. I can have whatever I have. But later on, they put sweets out. In front of the two groups and the people who just had the snack, instead of sitting down and experiencing the meal, ate twice as much. My head is spinning from this conversation. Well, I don't like you right now. Yeah. My God. Jeez, it was really good. You in. should call your yeah. snack small meals and sit down. Oh, please. <laughs> who, call your what? snack what? What bridges are you selling today? Small meals? Yeah. Okay. Come on, right. Jules. I'm confused. What was William Shakespeare's wife name? Um, Wife's name? Anne, L- I think. Lydia? Anne Hathaway. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. How'd you know that, Don? I have no, no idea. idea where uh-huh. you pulled that out of. <laughs> no. All right, so have you, I've only seen one Fast and Furious movie. Have you seen? I've seen probably the first one. Yeah, me too. Donnie? Yeah, uh, just the first. Okay. Mm, yeah. Well, they did a study, the Harvard Medical School actually did a study of over 200,000 traffic tickets. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Over the past five years and compared the dates the traffic tickets were given oh, to compare it. to the opening weekends of Fast and Furious franchise movies. They, they aligned, didn't they? They found that on the weekends when there was a new Fast and Furious movie out, the number of people who got tickets for going more than 40 miles per hour over the speed limit doubled. I believe this one 100%. So you might get out of Fast and Furious and push your Honda Civic, you know, Mm -hmm. to 120 when it really shouldn't. But isn't that funny? Well, that they would do that study. I think it's crazy. Yeah, they thought of it and then then the the correlating data lined up. It did. All right. So do you think um, there's they were starting to do Valentine's Day gift um, gifts ideas on the Today Show this morning? And here were a couple of them. Tell me you think you would want this. If Casey researched way back your very first date that you met him that I was on with Mm -hmm. um, and he bought you there's this website called modernmapart.com and you can go on there and put in a date and it would tell you what the stars in the sky look like that date mm-hmm. and framed it and gave it to you. Like these were the stars the night I met you. No bueno. Donnie? Uh, well, I have a problem with that. Yeah. Why? Because the stars don't really change very much. I mean, yeah. they, they're, they're there. They, there's a very All right, little... so that one doesn't work. No. All right, I'm going on to the next yeah, one. It, it seems, I'm going to the it next seems one. lame. It's, it's like lame. when somebody gives you a certificate that they bought you a star. Yeah. Why? <laughs> That one would that one would be horrible, actually. Yeah, but I'm I mean, sorry for everyone thanks. who bought stars. Gee, thing. I mean, I'm, you know, for it's a like romantic almost like present, giving a child. I made a donation in your name. name yes, that happy goes over. eighth birthday. Yeah, that goes over so well. <laughs> okay, what about the boyfriend pillow? This is funny. It's like a half of a man, a no. half of a pillow with an arm, so you can cuddle around a boyfriend pillow. Loser. Yeah, that's at Amazon.com. <laughs> Does it come with batteries? Yeah, right. Oh, I don't petty. know if his hand holds things. Um, Whoa! <laughs> okay, you can also. I thought these were cute, custom wool socks. You know, they're really Julia, good. Yeah, nobody wants custom, custom wool, wool socks. socks. But you could put, you can write things on the socks. Oh wow. no, that makes it so swell. These are all terrible ideas, except for the hand holding boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend. You pillow. could get, you could do temporary custom tattoos of each other and wear them. Julia, you hate. These are people want um, uh, more tangible things, you know, yeah. than the stars. Yes. How the stars align or custom wool socks. <laughs> Nothing says I'm hot for you than that. What did I buy you, and what was your favorite present once, but Kenny? But you're not having a I relationship know. with Kenny. He's our traffic kitty. <laughs> but you did love the socks. More I socks you. are but, amazing for it. But I'm having a relationship with the socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, no. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. this story had a oh, happy wrong. ending. Yeah, it did. Jeez. Oh. What is happening? <laughs> or two. <laughs> or two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two or ten. <laughs> Let's just get to the We've got Pamela McNeil joining us, and she is going to be in a show with the fabulous Armadillos this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's called Love songs and i'm thinking it's at the chan hello yes it is it is okay who are the armadillos the the fat julia's never seen the fabulous armadillos can you believe it julia you gotta come out i know (laughs) um the fabulous armadillos are based in saint the saint cloud area central minnesota but they have a couple of twin cities like myself and billy Shear from saint paul and uh, Greg Armstrong plays Keith from Poon Rapids, and um, one of the singers in this show, John Scalia, is also from St. Paul. And uh, so we just do we do different theme shows. We do four different theme shows every year, and then we also play a bunch of summer festivals. But you never know what the theme is going to be. It can be anything. And so this theme right now, of course, in coordinate or you know, in conjunction with Valentine's Day, is the love show. I love that. All right, what is your absolute favorite song about love? My absolute favorite song about love? Gee, that, that's, that's a That's a hard one. one. Well, that you like of, to sing. Yeah, well, I've actually, I have to say, I'm singing a song, so I'm really not supposed to say what it is, but it is one of the, the biggest female love songs of all time. Oh, okay. And it's challenging, yeah. and I'm thrilled to be able to do it, so I have to say that's probably my favorite. I know which one it is. Lori's trying to lip it's it in to a me. Movie. It's in a movie. Maybe. Biggest <laughs> oh, yeah. selling soundtrack of all yes, time. Yes, yes, I know what it is. Someone else wrote it. And, yes. Yep. <laughs> and all of that. And, uh, of course, um, all right, so you're singing love songs about making up, breaking up, in or out yep. of love. The show is, you've got three shows, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, all 8 o'clock show shows do we are there still tickets for for each there, of the three nights yep. still okay tickets for all three nights especially uh tomorrow night and it's not just a bunch of you know ballads it's it's funny and there's you know some i hate love songs and there's <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff in there so. yeah you could yeah. do the jay giles love yeah. stinks one yeah. of the greatest you know love, love rock song. and roll songs yes. ever yeah, and the famous Arm- Ar- Ar- armadillos. I mean, Pamela, I know you perform with them, but they really are just what a great group to be a part of. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we we have so much fun, and it's just been crazy just um, building this following. And but anyway, yeah, it's, it's it should be a blast. And if you love love or you hate love, you'll love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Now, how do we get our tickets again for the Chan? Do do we? You, you can go to Chan Hass and Deet. DT as in dinnertheater.com. Mm-hmm. So um, dot com, And then I know there's uh, also a phone number, which I don't have with me right now. Let's People see. can Google it. Yeah. People can yeah. find it. But I, I'm telling you, everybody raves about the fabulous Armadillo and your and the, we know the music. You, we know your voice. You sing like an angel. I mean, after oh. all, you're the. Love child of Janice Joplin, Chrissy <laughs> Hind, and Stevie Nicks. If those three ladies had birthed a child, she would be you. <laughs> I love that. I know it's so I true. Do too. And you know, who I feel really bad for is uh, one of your your imaginary mothers, Stevie Nicks, whose heart was just absolutely oh. broken when Prince oh. died, and, and then heartbroken when I Tom know. Petty died. Two I know. great friends of hers that she wrote music with, right. and. Yeah, oh. and here I always thought if anyone would have died of a drug overdose, is Stevie Nicks back in I the know. day was, was so wild. 
Yeah, it's crazy, but she she managed to make it through it all, and I think she learned her lesson and yeah. no longer did any of that. But it's just it's it's very sad, and God to lose people like that. It's just oh, I don't like it. Yeah, I right. know. It. I know. Now, are you all um, recovered as far as like? Did you get come down with the flu? It just seems like every oh person we know. I had the flu. I was down. I had two weeks off between all my shows, and I was on the couch in bed sick for two weeks. It was horrible. Yeah. And, yeah, it was terrible. I don't think I've had a flu that bad as long as I can remember. I, well, I think that's the way it is for the for everybody because for the last two weeks on the morning shows, they've been scaring us senseless and silly because mm-hmm. this has been just such a... It's a terrible year. P- people have been so sick. So I'm glad that you're, you're going to be in good working voice and people will be able to hear... This yeah. what great music you guys well, are going to sing. Well, have fun, cutie. Well, I will, and I'll miss you guys, and I hope you can come out and see it. I know Donnie's coming, so I know. Oh, yeah. Of course he is. The show is called Love Songs, Making Up and Breaking Up, In and Out of Love. The songs tell the story. Fabulous Armadillos uh, with uh, Pamela McNeil at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, all 8 o'clock shows. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you later. That sounds like a great show. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, geez. Okay. Okay. Quincy Jones is trending, number one trending right now (laughs) because he he sat down and did an amazing interview with Vulture and is really... He doesn't have to hold anything back because he doesn't care. He's 85. Yeah, he is 85 years old. And uh, here's what he says. Um, This is the one that just is like making us. um, Well, there have been so many things. He's dropping so many things that are uh, in this interview. He just doesn't give uh, a crap. But anyway, he talks about Marlon Brando. And he said, Marlon Brando used to go cha-cha dancing with us. He could dance his butt off. He was the most charming bleeper you ever met he'd bleep anything anything he'd bleep a mailbox james baldwin <laughs> richard pryor marvin gay and the vulture reporter says he slept with them how do you know that he said come on man he did not give a bleep and richard pryor's wife has just confirmed that yes indeedy uh richard pryor and that there's no shame in it and he did have a liaison with um, Marlon Brando, she confirmed it. Were these, was this during the massive, massive cocaine years? Yes, as Q put it, Brando would bleep anything, anything. He'd bleep, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Jennifer tells, Jennifer Pryor tells TMZ that Richard Pryor would have no shame about Quincy's comments. She says the comedic legend was always very open about his bisexuality with friends and documented extensively in diaries. And she's publishing them later this year as far as Richard prior hooking up with Marlon, she says it was the 70s man drugs were still good especially quaaludes and if you didn't have <laughs> cocaine you'd bleep a radiator and send it flowers in the morning wow she says she has no doubt richard would be cracking up if he heard q spilling the tea wow unbelievable I, wow Okay, so here was something like um, it, it, the, the interviewer from Vulture said, um, let's see, there was he, talking about that um, Quincy had a nervous breakdown not long after the making of the album Thriller with Michael Jackson. You talk so often about your ups. I'm wondering if maybe you could talk about one of your downs. Yeah. And he said what happened was that I was a producer on The Color Purple with Steven Spielberg. And they're great friends. He's a great guy. I love working with them. But what happened that caused your breakdown? He said, 
I was a producer on that movie, and everybody went on vacation after we finished filming. Everybody except me. I had to stay home and write an hour and 55 mm-hmm. minutes of music for the movie. Um, I was so bleeping tired from doing that. I couldn't see. I couldn't put much on my plate. It took its toll. You learn from your mistakes. I learned I could never do that again. So to fill the movie, he had to write an hour and 55 minutes worth of the music. Mm. So he was probably doing the sound editing, you know, the background sound and everything for the movie. You know, wow. The score, they call it. Thank yeah. you, Donnie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of the right name. <laughs> it's all right. Wow. Well, the Vulture uh, interview said to Quincy Jones on the subject of money. I have a crass question. You spent the first half of your career working in jazz, which isn't lucrative. When did you start to make serious money? He said, when I started producing after Leslie Gore, I was the first black vice president at a record label, which was great, except that meant they didn't pay me for producing her. You know how they do. But after that, in the 70s, when I started producing for other artists, and then with Michael, of course, that made me a lot of money. And big money came from TV producing, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was huge for me. Mad TV was on 14 years. That syndication Money is great, man. <laughs> I never knew he was behind Mad TV or just one of the investors, maybe. Or wow. producer, producer. Producer. And he grew up in real poverty with his mom, um, died in a mental home. He said she never got the help she needed. Her dementia, Praycox, could have been cured with vitamin B, but she couldn't get it because she was black. Oh, wow. So, mm. anyway, he said, so, and now what's the most ambitious thing left? For you, him to do, and he said, Quest TV, everybody is excited about it. It's going to be musical Netflix. It's the best music from every genre around the world. Mm. So if kids want to hear something great, it'll be right there for them. I can't believe I'm involved. I stopped drinking two years ago, and I feel like I'm 19 years old. I've never been so creative. I can't tell you, man, what a life. Wow. It makes me... Get your book out, I know. Quincy yeah. Jones. I did enjoy his uh, answer to it. They asked, is there innovation happening in modern pop music? Hell no. Hell no. Just loops, beats, rhymes, and hooks. What oh, is there for oh. me to learn from that? Oh, there ain't no blanking songs. Oh, I know. He really is a colorful cursor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, if you want to set your DVR, maybe this is uh, this will be the first time since the first season that I've watched Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, I, I want to watch this because it's, of the cast. It's on tonight. We've oh, got Amorosa, okay. who exited uh, you know, the reality show at the White House. She's also joined by um, Brandy Glanville, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Who doesn't hold anything back. Those two are not going to get no, along. No, they'll hate each other. Uh, Miss Columbia, Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath, we Ross haven't seen him Matthews, a Ross the intern. That's the one I'm excited about. And um, Marissa Jurette Win- Winnicord from Hairspray and Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie and Keisha Knight Pullum from The Cosby Show. It actually sounds, I don't like, I've never watched this it's show. It's a short, it, it, the thing about Celebrity Big Brother is that it runs just for February 27th through the 25th. Not the regular version, which goes over quite a few weeks. Oh, so how long is it? It's like a two, it's like a three-week experiment. Oh, that's it? That's it. You can handle it. Anyone can go in for that. Yeah. So DVR. All right, listen, we come back, we're going to Hollywood. The radio home of, oh my God, he was so good in Fargo season two. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's begin. Is the meaning of this? All right, honey, let's get at it. All right, Jordan Peele, who's nominated for his movie Get Out, was asked by the Hollywood Reporter. Yes. Would you uh, 
consider a sequel? He said, I can tell you that I will definitely seriously consider it. I love that universe, and I feel like there's more story to tell. I don't know what it is now, but there are some loose ends that want to be tied up. And I want more money. Show me the money. And I want more money to do it. It took him eight years, though, to create the world of Get Out. He worked on that concept. um, And he said he wouldn't do a sequel just for the sake of doing a sequel, but I bet they are throwing the money at him. There's so many places they could they could mm-hmm. go. With he it. made that movie for five million, and it has made 167 million or something, and I mean, counting. And he's nominated, you know, mm-hmm. and for that an will sell more, right? Yeah. Oh gosh, get... I just love it. Okay, people are so dumb, Joya. People are mad that ordered Kim Kardashian's thirty dollar <laughs> Bay fragrance. They were mad when the perfume arrived that they didn't get the candy and the chocolate heart that she showed on her Instagram when she was sending photos. So sending the props, to the kind of the props. The press, so- the press boxes. Oh, come on. Yeah. For $30, you expect to get all that? Yeah. You're not going to and, wake and up. She said, I want to be extra clear that the press boxes of candy and the chocolate heart are not included with the product when ordering it online. I mean, really, people are really dumb if they thought I they were so going to get all of that for thirty dollars. For thirty dollars, yeah, all of that. But how much is she going to make in the sales? How much she did made? She made ten million off the fragrance in four days. It's honestly, out. yeah, thirty dollars is a good price point. It's and a great price point. I loved that her uh, former bestie, who's now apparently back in the fold, Paris Hilton, was photographed with Kris Jenner looking strangely macabre. I don't know what who did her makeup, but no bueno. But Paris Hilton, I knew she wanted to get married so bad. She's wearing a white dress, and her little purse says, I'm taken. It does not. It does, too. <laughs> she does we get, it. get married. She's, she's engaged. been engaged more she's, than anyone. And she's behind her younger sister. She's 36. Yes. The clock is ticking. This guy's handsome. He's her age, age appropriate. She's not dating a 21-year-old. No. You know, and sometimes when you date the age inappropriate, it's because you don't want to be tied down. Sure. That's like a perfect mm-hmm. thing. So when she was dating, you know, all, I think the one guy that I she, had to dump the 21 year old because yeah. of this. Really? I do think uh-huh. she really liked that Stavros Nikos or whatever because he the was Greek, a Greek shipping, shipping oil t- magnet. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he was. But remember, didn't he go off? He dumped her though. He gave yes. her that huge ring. And then she was with the standard oil guy, Brandon. Davis. Davis, who was just a drunk. Uh-huh. And he got in so much trouble. Yeah. yeah I think she, he was disinherited. I mean, she's been around for a long time. A long time. Being engaged. Okay. Lena Dunham is currently working on a new TV series about a guy who refuses to admit that he cheated. Ooh. I Life sure imitating hope, art? I sure hope she casts somebody who looks like a Jack lookalike because... This is what happened to her boyfriend, Jack Antonoff, cheated on her with... Lord. Lord. He produced that right. As soon as they were waxing nostalgic every single day out loud on Instagram about how he showed... He helped her discover... New keys, new notes. Cocoa puffs. Oh, yeah, the cereal. Frosted flakes. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. And she had, I was just like, oh, these two are totally doing it. Breakfast food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, Lena was furious. It was apparent to her that something was going on and she'd grown wary of the fact that he was spending so much time with Lord in the studio producing that. But they'd been dating five years. And they ran her, they ran their course. Please, please, please let there be a TV series about a guy who refuses to admit he cheated. That just sounds terrible.
No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's not, it really doesn't, doesn't sound good, good at all. It? Really, no. Okay, what do you make of three different actresses? Um, oh yeah, coming and going in this action thriller called The Hummingbird. Zoe Saldana was cast a year ago. Okay. She was replaced in the fall by Olivia Munn. Yep. The role is a black ops assa- assassin. Well, Olivia Munn is not black. No, black no, no, no. ops black means ops. Oh. black ops oh. means like oh, CIA undercover. Oh god, so literal right there. Yeah. Sorry, unbelievable. No, black ops. <laughs> I know that was pretty good. I know what good. black ops means. Okay. I was just being literal. Super <laughs> secret. I know. Top secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. woo! Um, Look at that blonde moment. Yeah, <laughs> and now. Mila Jovovich. Easy for you to say. That's right. It's Mila. Mila. Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. You got it right. Uh-huh. She is, called her Mila. Mila. Oh, no, Mila, Mila has been has now replaced Olivia Munn. There's probably a problem with the script, and people want to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, because Olivia Munn isn't like, you know, she can get acting jobs. I feel like I think it's, there's a script issue. All right, that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that. Now this interview. Is from the Reg Grazia. Okay. Oh. So it could be True, somewhat could be fabricated, okay. but they've named the source, so it gives it some legitimacy. Grazia. And it is Ben Affleck's dad giving an interview to Grazia about his sons. And to give you some background, Ben Affleck's parents divorced when he was 12 and his brother Casey was like nine. Uh-huh. His dad was a chronic alcoholic who uh-huh. became homeless. Although he eventually became sober and became an addiction counselor. Okay. So, but he wasn't around when the kids were growing up in their teen years. Yeah. Here's what Timothy had to say. Okay. About the movie industry affecting Ben's drinking. Okay. It has taken a toll on both of my sons. Hollywood is a disgusting place. I think that's been a major factor in Ben's drinking. Well, I think wherever he was going to be, he would have these problems. Isn't it more of a major factor if one of your parents is an alcoholic? I was just going to say that, and he was an alcoholic in Boston, so I don't think it really matters what life circumstance. Hollywood is tougher in a different way if you're famous. Yeah. but Also genetically predisposed, maybe. Right. Yeah. He said, uh, Ben has always been serious about getting sober. There's no question about that. He wants a balanced life. And he said it's difficult to balance family life in the midst of global stardom. And he told Ben not to dwell on the divorce. He said, in the world outside of entertainment, marriages end all the time. It's as common as dishwater. It's nothing to dither about. I don't know that he'd get What American says dither? dither? I, I don't even That's know. That's a very British thing to no, say. No, I still have, but alas, the line that A.J. Finn said earlier. On our show, but alas, I am here or something. He said something so British. British, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, so yeah. funny. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. How I, I don't think Hollywood is the disgusting no. reason that uh, makes Ben no. Affleck have problems with alcohol. Yeah, He's got addiction issues. Mm-hmm. We've seen it and it just... It, do you, do you think we know about it because he is in Hollywood. Yeah. Do you think it's vaguely thunder-stealing if a newly engaged BF, woman's BFF and business partner, partner suddenly gets engaged... To a guy two weeks after your engagement? Is it vaguely thunder stealing? No. No? No. Who cares? People can get engaged whenever they want. If it's a sibling. Tracy Anderson got engaged two weeks after her BFF. Okay. Pop- These are Pop-Zero. second marriages we're talking about. Okay. Who cares? All right. Who in- cares, Lori? I mean, who cares? I wouldn't care at all. Oh. I, how fun that we're both going through it at the same time would be my attitude. 
Who cares? Well, if there's a double wedding reception, I only want raw water and aerosol care cake. <laughs> Prepare your yoni eggs. Do your downward dog because you're all going to be doing sit-ups and exercising. Uh, Tinder She's- told to stop age discrimination against people over 30. Tinder Plus users who are age 30 and over have had to pay more to use the premium service. To and a court of appeal age. in California ruled that the service... Which charges under thirties nine ninety nine and nineteen ninety nine for over thirties is discriminatory. It is. So are they going to change it in California? Anyways, it'll have to go uh, state by state. But Tinder, there's help coming for you. No, for the older Tinder players. The older Tinder <laughs> players, exactly. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to two hundred dollars off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home. Or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.